Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. So I'm trying desperately <laughs> to come up with a new way to start my podcast episodes instead of saying hi guys. I'm so over it and it doesn't even feel like something I was intentional about. It just happened and maybe that's like the real branding of it all but what a gross brand to be hi guys. <laughs> but I haven't come up with anything yet so this is what you're getting. It's just kind of a rough cut opening. I'm excited for today's podcast. It's going to be a blend of a couple of things. I've had a lot of questions about the trip that I took to San Diego. I posted kind of some things about it. It was kind of elusive because honestly, I didn't even know how to describe what had happened. Um, but I'm just going to kind of break it down a little bit, tell you guys a little bit about it. And then I'm also going to talk about the, the reason that spirituality has helped me so much in my business. So I share little bits and pieces over on my Instagram of different practices. I do journaling, crystals, meditating, um, like different rituals, all of that goodness. And I realized when I was finishing up one of my rituals the other night, the most important part about spirituality and the part that like is the reason I'm so drawn to it. And the only part of it that I care that you adapt into your life. I literally don't care if you like crystals or not. And I don't care if you are into rituals or not. Chances are if you come to like one of my retreats or we do a VIP to get day together or whatever, you're probably, we're probably going to do some of that stuff. But in your own personal practice, like I literally don't care. For me, spirituality is so much deeper than that. And I'm also going to get into why I feel like spirituality and religion were a totally different thing for me. And that's what I loved so much about when I connected deeper spiritually to like who I am and who I've always been and all of that goodness. So I'll just start by telling you a little bit about my trip to San Diego. So a few months ago, one of my friends reached out and said that she had her mom's friend was a shaman and she was going to do a shaman training. Now, I've heard the word shaman before, and I didn't really know what they were. I I knew from, like, growing up in a religious, very conservative household, it was always, like, a scary thing. But when I heard, I've kind of been hearing the word over the past year and been interested in it, and I knew Shaman Durek, and there's just, like, a few people in the spiritual community who I know who are shamans. And so I was interested, and so we went to lunch and talked with the lady who was throwing it. It was going to be, like, a super intimate thing, just me and three other girls. Two of them were my friends, and this other one is now my friend, but I didn't know her at the time. And we just kind of talked and discussed about what it would look like. And it was really one of those things that I had no idea what it was. <laughs> like I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but I just knew I was supposed to do it. Like I absolutely knew in my soul I was supposed to do it. So we said yes, we decided on a date. And as the date became closer, I kept getting so scared. Like I kept having so much fear come up. I kept having, uh, my ego was like, why are you doing this? You don't even like really do that many spiritual practices. Like, why are you stepping into this new level of shamanism? Like you're not even ready for this. I started thinking like, is this cultural appropriation? What am I doing? Like there were so many voices in my head that were 
telling me not to go. And something that happens with me a lot is, especially in this realm, because I've had, so I don't have very many fears around like doing what you want in business and telling people to F off, like being yourself. But for me, spirituality is like one of my biggest deep rooted fears. Um, not spirit, like, like, uh, new age spirituality but it's not even new age that's the wrong word it's like ancient spirituality the real connection to who we are but even growing up I remember hearing like pagan and I thought pagan was like a devil thing like literally anything that wasn't Christian to me growing up it was like oh yeah that's like Satan and so it's been such deep wounds that I've been like working through and so whenever I have this fear come up Part of me is like, is this my intuition telling me not to go? And I have to remind myself that my intuition feels totally different than fear. My intuition, it's literally like, just like an obvious, don't do this. Don't turn down this street. Don't go here. Reschedule the appointment. Like it's, it's not a fear based feeling. Whereas fear, it has all of these stories. It's like, what if you go here and you do this and then spirits try to talk to you and whatever, whatever the fear is that I was having, it was coming up. And so I just had to talk to myself and realize that that was just my fear. Those were my old stories. That was not for me. And then as it was coming up closer, I was starting to have this voice of like, you're too busy. You shouldn't be doing this. Like, don't you wish you were just going to San Diego to go on a trip? All of those things. And honestly, I didn't really work through it. I was just like, those are the feelings that I'm going into it with. And I just let it be. And the first night, I was running very low on sleep, very low on food, and it was just kind of a night that my ego was like fighting like crazy, and it didn't want to be there. It was tired. I was overworked. I had pushed too hard. Um, so that was the first night. Oh, and I haven't even really, I guess I'll explain as we go through this, like the different things that we did. We started and we did, so like the first activity that we did was yoga on the cliffs in San Diego. It was so beautiful. There was like this thickest fog that rolled in and it felt like it like held us. I know that sounds really weird, but Every single time we would go to do like these rituals, we would always do them by the beach when we would end our day with them. And it literally felt like this fog was like holding us and keeping us safe. It was so magical. So after that yoga session on the cliffs, I was like, okay, like I'm into this. Like I'm here. Let's do this. I am going to say I had never had a shamanic healing like performed on me before. And I had never even seen a shaman in the way they work. And so in the beginning, I was freaked out. I was like, this is like, it's, it's very, um, ancient. And so part of me, I know a big part of my ego is like, loves right now and loves a lot of people who are really spiritual or like get me out of here like I don't feel like I fit in I love life and like not maybe not 2020 (laughs) in 2021 2019 we'll just skip 2020 but even in 2020 it's like I love being here in this present moment so sometimes when I like learn about these ancient practices they really freak me out initially because I I'm so happy here in this moment. So that initially I was like, okay, this is interesting. There's like a lot of different prayers they say. And um, I'm not going to go into like everything about it because I also want to keep it like, I feel like it's a really sacred thing. And going through it, especially 
once we saw the actual healing, I was like, this, I remember this more than any other training that I've gone through, more than anything I've learned. I like, I could still get goosebumps talking about it because it just made so much sense. Like the way the healing works, it works. You work with the chakras, but it's different than like Reiki. It's different than anything I've ever experienced. And it just made so much sense. You work a lot with crystals. And I think the really cool thing about shamanism is you eventually, quote unquote, like burn your teachers. And what that means is like you move off and make it your own practice. And I love that so, so much because I personally, I believe in our intuition. Like it is the greatest power we've ever been given and so if I'm learning something and it's like you have to do it this way and this way and you can't break this rule because this is just the way we do it I'm I like almost immediately shut off because it it just doesn't sit right with me I know how powerful we are just with what we already have and so I really honestly love so many aspects of this she one of the things she explained on the first night is how literally all of us if you go back far for far enough into our lineage, we have some sort of connection to shamanism. Um, Before Christianity was a thing and like became the worldwide religion of like Europe and all of that-ness, I guess not worldwide, but once it became like such a huge massive movement, it was really aimed around control. And, And this isn't... As I was going through this, I honestly was thinking the entire time, because a lot of the people I love are still LDS or very religious in, you know, um, they're Catholic or whatever. And as I was going through it, I was thinking about it and I was like, this doesn't go against any sort of religious practice. I am not religious at all, but it... I just was thinking of it with my mindset and even just my family and whatever. And like, it doesn't go against anything. It's just so interesting because it was the way we existed. Like it was the way we existed before this worldwide like religion thing happened. We just understood how to work with nature. It's so centered around nature. Um, I feel like I left with a deeper appreciation for all things nature. And I love nature, but I'm also not like the most naturey person. But even there's like a certain prayer where you talk about like the creepy crawlies in the ground. And I, each time we said that, I was like, it felt like, cause I'm so afraid of bugs. It's like a deb- debilitating fear for me. And it felt like kind of like healing that part of me. Now I'm not about to like go touch a cockroach or something, but it was just so interesting the way it like grounded you back into everything. So let me kind of back up because I realize I haven't explained much. So basically what we were doing is it is a training to become a shaman, but it's more so a personal healing journey. So there's a lot of different types of shaman practices. There's a lot of different types of shaman training. For me, I have no intention to ever practice it on anyone except maybe be like my friends or family if they need it for me what I was much more focused around and I think this was um I I can't speak for the other girls but I know that I talked with some of them and it was like really about the personal healing and so that's what I was going into it with um not the intention to like ever become a practicing one in my business it's just more so I just felt so drawn to it and I think it's interesting to learn that like this was the way we existed. So it wouldn't be like just one person did this. Like everybody did these practices. It, It's really one of those things. And 
I'm sure you felt this about something before, but like you learned it and you remembered. It was more like you unlearned everything that you've been taught. So we, that, that's that. I realized I forgot to explain that part of it. So we did that the first night. We pulled a card. It was really crazy because I had had a, like an intuitive reading a couple days before um, because I was really nervous to go do it and I just felt like I needed it to ground me. And the card that I pulled was just literally right in tune with um, the reading that I had, which was really cool. So that happened and then the next day it all kind of blends together I honestly am not even gonna be able to remember what happened on each day moving forward because I think we were only there three days maybe we were there four days it felt like we were there for two months like that last night when we left and this is kind of similar to how it feels I think whenever you go on a retreat especially like a longer like my retreats are a little bit longer they're five nights and you leave and you're like so sad you feel like you've made best friends and like they're your sisters you've been sleeping you know in the same room and anyways it felt like a really long time but the second day we went on to learn some of the healing practices we are going through a course in miracles and studying that over the next year so the way this uh healing journey works is you do four different um four different I'm like spacing the words direction. So you will have three more after this main one that we go through, which I can't believe because I already feel like this one has changed my life forever. So that next day we went on to learn some of like our core wounds and the stories that were coming up and that weren't serving us. So that was the whole theme of this first training. This first experience was healing those parts of ourselves. And it was so funny. My friend Amy said, it's so interesting. You can tell that you've like come spot on to what your wound is because you can't talk about it without crying. And it was like the most, I am a very, I'm not a very emotional person. I feel like I'm very stable emotion wise, but that the entire weekend we were like crying nonstop. And since then it is crazy. The amount of healing that has happened in my life, just having awareness of like these old stories I was telling myself and to be able to take myself out of this and not focus it around my business. I didn't think about my business once during this entire training, which is crazy because I feel like I'm always tying everything back to my business. I'm always thinking about it. I love it. It's not in a way that like stresses me out. It's in a really fun way. And so to go to this and completely take myself out and not even be thinking about my business, that like tells you how deep in it we were. So we went through, we did some um, like journaling work and really like discussing what our core wounds were and how they were affecting us. And then we went and we did a ceremony by the beach. It was so beautiful. There was like some symbols that we drew out and we told our stories and then the waves came. So we were doing it right on the shore um, as the sun was setting and the waves came in all of the sudden we had drawn out all of our things and we thought they weren't going to come until like the next morning because the tide was going out. Um, And then all of the sudden after we'd been sitting there for a few minutes, we were meditating, putting our energy into it. The The waves came up and just washed it all away. And it was so beautiful. You could like feel it taking away all of these old stories. I The fact that we got to do it in San Diego and by the beach and just so much of like the ocean was involved in the healing. I like 
it made me want to do my next retreat at the ocean because it was so powerful and so grounding and seeing how quickly those old stories were swept away it was like the biggest breakthrough for me because so often when we're thinking about healing and moving to the next level and moving out of our stories, we think it's going to take so long. And it's like, oh, I'm healing this part of me or I'm working through this story right now. But like Mother Nature literally showed us that it doesn't have to be like that. You can like give your stories up to her. You can give your stories into the earth and turn it into something beautiful, right? Like whenever you're feeling those really deep, heavy stories, instead of holding on to them or replaying them, doing any sort of releasing ceremony. So if you're lucky enough to live close to the beach, do it by the ocean. Draw whatever you're releasing in the sand and just let the water take it away. I had a lot of people ask me, I talked about a releasing ceremony over on my Instagram stories a lot of people were like what does this look like it can look like whatever you want it to if you want to I've done it before where I burn a paper and then bury it into the earth I've done it before where I just burn a paper I did that at the ocean where you let the ocean take it away like it can look like whatever you want it to if I'm feeling super heavy, I'll go in the shower with everything that I'm feeling and just turn on the cold water and like feel all of my stress wash away. So a releasing ceremony, use your imagination. That's what I love about spirituality and especially like extending my knowledge into this new practice of shamanism for me. It, it gets to be your own and you get to make it your own. There's not like a rule book for this is how you have to do it and make sure to do this and whatever. You intuitively know how your body's going to best fill that release. So that second night, we did that on the beach and it was so beautiful. It was also another really foggy night. Um, it just felt, again, like it was holding us and keeping us safe. And so the next day was when we had our healing sessions. And if you live in Utah, <laughs> I cannot recommend these two women who taught us enough our healing sessions were insane. I don't even know where to start. And it was one of those weekends that was so back to back. We were doing so many things that I'm already sad because I feel like I've forgotten parts of it. Thankfully, I I did journal a little bit of it. I need to do like a deeper journaling. But for me, the story that I was really releasing during that healing was this thought that I had to support everyone. And I never felt like I could be supported. And that's really been like a story that I've felt my whole life being the oldest. And I just always feel like I have to be taking care of everybody else. And it was so beautiful because in that healing, it's it's really dramatic. A dramatic is like maybe the wrong word to use, but with the way that they do the healing, there's lots of sound, there's lots of drumming, like you're bawling. It's very intense. But during that, I saw my grandma who has passed away and she was telling me like, I've done this. I've tried to support everyone and felt like I couldn't be supported, but like others want to support you. Let them support you. And then I saw my mom and I just felt like so much love for her and so much sadness that she had to support all of us and felt like she couldn't be supported and she didn't have somebody saying, are you okay? And it just felt like this big moment of I'm healing this for everybody else. 
because one of the things that they say with shamanism, and I really hope I'm not like overstepping anything that I'm not supposed to be sharing. Um, so I hope I <laughs> just putting this intention out there, but when you're healing for yourself, you're also healing for seven generations back. And so you're healing for everyone who hasn't had the chance to heal. And this is something that's been coming up a lot for me as I've been doing different work with just within my business as a woman we have a lot of like negative money mindsets we're going through. I mean, everyone does, not just women, but I think women, especially because we've, you know, maybe always been told we're not going to be good with money or we're expected to be a mom when we grow up. Of course, there's so much more literature now around doing your own thing and being a girl boss and whatever. And it's so powerful and I love it. But a lot of times I'll see people get frustrated with themselves and they're like, why can't I just own the fact that I can make money? Why am I having such a hard time grasping this? Why do I feel like I'm not good enough? The thing is, we are the first of like, centuries of women to own the fact that we get to live life on our own terms and that is freaking powerful but that's also freaking heavy and so if you're having a hard time getting over these stories remember the ocean can wash them away as quickly as you know in an instant but also remember that you're not just healing you you're not just healing your old stories you're also you have like all of the ancestors all of your grandmothers who are saying oh my gosh, like I lived in such oppression. Whether or not they realized it, oppression, suppression. Oppression or suppression, I don't know. You know what I'm saying. They didn't have any rights, right? They were they were being moms and maybe they loved that and maybe that was okay and that's not to say that being a mom isn't okay. I, I don't think I could ever be a full-time mom. I like don't have it in me. But what I'm saying is, this is the first time that we've truly stepped out of the bubble of what society expected us to be. So of course it's, we're feeling some resistance because we're, it's, we're the first ones. I don't even know how to describe it more than saying that there's so much power in what you're doing, running a business as a woman and providing, you know, an income for yourself as a woman. That is so freaking powerful. The clients that I see that like they've been able to retire their husbands or hire their husbands or whatever. I'm like, that is so badass. That is such a reverse of what has been going on for thousands and thousands of years. Women have constantly been expected and it's just been the life that they've had to answer to men. And so I'm not one of those people who's going to say, okay, it's awesome now that your husband has to answer to you. That's not what I mean by it. What I mean is it's just cool to see the roles reversed and to see there be more of like a union I guess like more equality there I just think it is like the coolest thing in the world and it's doing so so much healing for everyone in your lineage so we had that massive healing it was so crazy we were all completely exhausted and then our last night, we went and we did, it's called, uh, oh, I'm not going to be able to remember what it's called. It's just like a fire ceremony. And so you put your intentions into this little bundle. It's so beautiful. If you ever have the chance to do that, I would highly recommend if you ever have a chance to like work with a shaman and do that. Um, but we put all of our intentions and we burned them in a bonfire on the beach and called in everything new that we were manifesting. And this was especially special to me, especially special. This was 
Um, yeah, especially special. There's no other way to describe it because a few months, probably six months before that I had put on my vision board, a picture of a beach bonfire and it had really stuck out to me. Like I just saw the picture and I was like, that looks magical and amazing. And I have no idea who I'm going to go do this with. I have no idea if you're even allowed to have bonfires on the beach, but I'm going to put this on my vision board because this picture makes me feel alive. And so the fact that six months later it was with people that like I two of the girls I hadn't even ever met before the other girl we weren't like super close friends at that time the fact that it happened was just so magical and that like my higher self was guiding me when I made that vision board because I had no idea what that fire was gonna be so we did that it was so amazing then we just turned on some like feel good music and danced around the bonfire and then we looked so I looked out at the beach the sun was setting And I had like the thought it would be so magical to go skinny dipping right now. And then the main lady, the shaman Teresa, was like, guys, should we go skinny dipping? (laughs) Like immediately after I had that thought, I was like, we are so all on the same brainwave, which it makes sense because we had been so connected over the past few days together. Um, But everyone was like, yes, yes, let's do it. And I'm not going to lie. I'm like a very rebellious person, but there's certain I'm so comfortable being naked and it's like not a scary thing to me. But with like rules and like authority and the fact that, you know, it was not dark yet and there was people on the beach and it was like breaking all of the rules. All of my ego was saying, don't do it, don't do it. But my heart was like dying to do it. And on top of that, I am so, so afraid of the ocean. Like I'm so afraid of any sort of water where there's any type of fish. I'm really afraid of it, especially at night because I'm also afraid of the dark. But anyways, we just ended up doing it. We ran to the shore took all of our clothes off and then ran in the beach and it was so funny there was a guy sitting on the edge of the beach and just like lighted a blunt and like watched the whole thing I don't know I just felt like his like vibe I was like you know what live your life because who cares but so we jumped in we didn't get like super deep in but It was crazy how, not to like make this weird, if you're just here for the business advice, you're like, what the hell is Kinsey talking about this podcast? I I really, I'm not saying this in like a, I've had lots of requests for this. I really have had tons of people ask me what we did. (laughs) So, but anyways, um, being in the ocean and being naked and after all of the healing that we had done, and it was actually really symbolic because that night there was no fog so it felt like we had been kept safe and we were being held as we were doing that healing and then after we were healed healed quote unquote I feel like we'll never be fully healed but after we had done that healing it was like the most beautiful sunset ever there was no fog it was so peaceful it was amazing So anyways, being in the ocean and being with each other and being with like these sisters that I had gotten so close with over the past few days, it was the most magical thing ever. And I've never felt more safe and I've never felt more connected to the ocean. And then as we were leaving, I like really felt sad to leave the ocean. I feel like I've been, um, I I know I say I feel like a lot. I feel like that's... (laughs) I think the reason I do that is because I need need to have more certainty behind the things that I say. Anyways, 
I've really been missing the beach all of like quarantine time, all of 2020. If you haven't lived by the beach, you probably also are feeling that way where you're missing it. So I just felt so me and I felt so complete like being by the beach and being able to go every single night and so then as everyone was leaving I was like okay wait hold on like I want to go say goodbye to the beach and it didn't or say goodbye to the ocean and we were in such a mood that like stuff not a mood but just in a vibe that stuff like that wasn't weird I don't think I would say that in a normal situation (laughs) maybe I would now but anyways I just went and I like put my hand in the water and just promised I would sometime live near like the ocean and it felt so electric it felt so safe it felt so home it just felt really powerful and it didn't feel like I was just saying it it felt actually like I was connecting with like the energy of the ocean and I've since learned I don't think I I don't remember where I learned this oh no it was from a different thing that I was doing but we have different spirit guides based on where we're at and so you could have a certain spirit guide show up for you when you're at the ocean or when you're in a certain place and I think that is so beautiful it makes so much sense to me because I feel a different energy in my life when I am close to the ocean like even if it's just walking with my toes in the water barely I feel energized in like a way I can't describe so I thought that was interesting to hear that after but so anyways the next day we left home we have Again, we're studying A Course in Miracles, and we are supposed to practice with each other, and we have fire ceremonies we do every full moon, right? Full moon and new moon, maybe. Um, We have some homework to do, and then we're going to do another one in January to move on the next direction. But, like, there's so much more I could go into, but it was more so this overall feeling of, like, being held by the earth and, like, It's really weird because we didn't spend that much time in nature, but it was just such a connection to such a grounding that you felt completely held and taken care of. And so that actually kind of leads me into what I wanted to talk about. And I wasn't expecting to talk about that for 30 minutes, but what I wanted to talk about as far as the most important part of spirituality and how I use it as a business owner. So... I have a story and one of my main wounds is feeling like I'm not good enough and in religion I always 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 felt like ashamed and guilty that I wasn't doing enough I wasn't reading my bible enough I wasn't praying enough I wasn't crying enough when I was talking about things that had happened to me like whatever these stories were there was a lot of them and when I go back and read my old journal entries from like 10 years ago I that was what I would journal on a lot is like I feel guilty that I don't feel enough I feel guilty I'm not doing enough like all of these different stories and so I'll notice those start to pop up in spirituality I'll feel really connected to maybe my spirit guides or my ancestors or I'll read a book that like really resonates with me but then all of a sudden I have these other stories come up like well if you really were spiritual wouldn't you be vegan or if you were really this wouldn't you do this and of course there's always progression there's so much progression to be made but 
to me, spirituality isn't about that. And so as soon as those stories started coming up, I kind of had to release it a little bit. And I had to say, this isn't my, like, I don't want spirituality to become like a religion for me. I even noticed certain things popping up, like somebody would say something and I would treat what they said as this like doctrine. It was like this, this thing that couldn't be messed with. And I think those were my stories from you know, growing up in a very conservative religion and like respecting your leaders and never questioning them. And so I kind of took a step away from it and I wasn't doing, you know, the stuff that I normally do. And then I missed it. So I came back and I feel like I've developed a really good relationship with it where I use it when I need to feel grounded, but just generally (laughs) throughout the day, I just am, I have the vibe of this like spirituality. Like I'm just a spiritual person in the way I exist. And if you've been around me, you'd be like, well, that's not really true. Like I don't sound like a spiritual person. I don't look like a spiritual person. I don't talk like a spiritual person. But then again, it's so silly that we even have a quote unquote, I like spiritual person, what they look like. But you know what I'm talking about. It's the person who's like so zen and they go to yoga all the time and they talk soft and sweet and they're like so loving and they never gossip and whatever. But for me, spirituality is a lot deeper than that. And the reason that I do everything that I do, and I don't care if you don't want to do any of these things. This is what I actually care about. Spirituality to me is this deep knowing and this deep understanding that everything is going to be okay. And that is something I never had with organized religion. I never had that. I would go to sleep every single night and I was like a really good girl, but I had like a lot of guilt and probably a little bit of OCD. I would go to bed every single night like and wouldn't be able to sleep because I thought I was like going to go to hell. And that's where I have a problem with like a lot of religious like wording and the way that some people talk about it is because it's so fear-based and it ate me alive. Like I've never felt more free than when I realized that wasn't my truth anymore. And so spirituality for me, and when I come back to these practices is if I'm losing sight of that. But the reason I do all these things, the reason I, you know, like to meditate with a crystal or journal or pull a card or whatever, it's just to bring me back to that truth that everything is going to be okay. And so it breaks my heart because I'll see a lot of people who are super spiritual and they don't have this deep knowing and they're searching for something. They're searching for some sort of meaning or purpose or whatever. It's just like this searching desperate, searching to heal more, all these like different levels that you can get into. But to me and what I would love you to like fully grasp is this reality that it is going to be okay and in my business when I'm feeling stressed and anxious and whatever if I journal or I pull a card or I you know go grab one of my favorite crystals and just close my eyes and like ground myself it's to this idea and it's not even that I'm saying to myself everything's going to be okay it's just a knowing It's just like a calming of your body. If you've ever done one of my future self meditations, the biggest thing that I notice people say when they feel like when they're done going through it is they're like, everything's going to be okay. Like it's, it's, it's just, she feels calm. She feels peaceful. She just knows that like 
it's all working out. She's not running around stressed. Of course, your higher self knows everything's going to be okay. Whether or not you have a successful launch, whether or not you reach your new goal, whether or not you hire this person or don't hire this person or take this course or don't take this course. Now, that doesn't mean that I just go around like smoking weed and hom dee da like like I I still like to push myself because that's fun for me. And I like to push myself to new goals and progress. And I think we get depressed if we're not doing that, if we're not like seeing this progression and if we're not constantly like evolving into a better version of ourselves. I'm not going to say that like that's not important, but for me, it all happens upon this foundation of it's all going to be okay. It's all working out exactly as it should. And that's spirituality to me. And that's why I love it. And that's why I come back to it. And that's why I do all of these practices is because they truly help ground me into that even more. They help me understand how insignificant this moment is but also how absolutely significant like it's just a moment in literally like trillions and trillions of moments that we're going to experience but also it's a moment it's a moment that you can ground in and ground back into your truth it's a moment that you can turn around and change everything i so on halloween halloween if you don't know this is a time that like the veil is very thin it started out as a tradition like a pagan tradition because the veil was really thin to your ancestors and i felt like especially this year maybe it's because i've kind of done these trainings but i literally could like feel so intensely especially like my grandma's energy um so it was so beautiful but on that night i looked at my clock and as i was going to bed and it was 11 so it was november 1st 11 1 and then it was 1 11 and i just was like i'm listening like what do i need to hear and it was just like a distinct like voice of every single moment is a chance to change and so I think when you have this deep understanding that everything is going to be okay, then you also have a deep understanding that you can change at any moment. We're so afraid to change or we're so afraid to do things differently because we don't think everything's going to be okay. Our subconscious mind is like trying to keep us safe desperately. It's trying to keep us in this good place, but most of the time it's actually keeping us, it's holding us back. And so if you can understand to the core of everything that you are, that it's all going to be okay, you can take advantage of the moments. You can say, okay, that's true. I'm going to actually send off this Instagram message. I'm going to do this. I'm going to hire a person to help. I'm going to invest in this course. I'm going to work with the coach of my dreams. Because you have this deep underlying truth that you can build everything off of. So that's a little bit about my trip and just kind of my journey with spirituality. I've never really talked about it in depth. And that's because I don't think I, I'll ever feel enough to. <laughs> but I also think it's because it's such a personal thing that it gets to be exactly how you want it to be. 
I think for me, it was first I started, I like bought an Oracle card deck at Barnes and Noble and I just bought the one that I thought was the prettiest. And I started listening to podcasts that talked a lot more about spirituality. I started like overcoming my fears of, you know, whatever those things were of spirits and blah, 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 like all of these different things that I had, I started working through those and it's so different for every single person what that path is going to look like for you. Um, but I would just tell you that anything that can ground you to the idea that everything is going to be okay, if that's religion for you, that's amazing. And I'm so happy it brings you that truth. It did the exact opposite for me. But for you, if it makes you feel like everything's going to be okay, then I'm so happy for you. That's the perfect thing for you to ground yourself into. That's the deep truth that will help you live the happiest life because you're not living in a place of fear. You're not living in a place of fight or flight. You're living in a place of absolute certainty that the best things are happening to you and they will continue to happen to you. Okay. That's it for today's episode. (laughs) I kind of recorded this late at night and I feel like I was already losing my voice. So I sound a little sexy and raspy. So I hope you're into that. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head over and follow me. It's Kinsey Madsen, K-I-N-Z-I-E-M-A-D-S-E-N. And I share a little bit more of like my spiritual practices over there. Maybe I'll continue to share more because it seems like a lot of you guys are interested in that. Um, but I also would encourage you to find your own and not be afraid to try something new and also not be afraid to try something and be like, yeah, that's not for me. That's initially how I was with like a lot of this stuff. I started getting into it and I was like, nope, not my thing. Like this is freaking me out. And so don't be afraid to try it and then say, no, I'm good. And then try it again. Like just experiment with it. You get to play with it. There's no rules of like you have to do this. And any sort of fear that's that's coming up or anyone's telling you it's just a lie. And it's just a story they've been told that they think is keeping them safe. When it comes down to it, we are all sovereign beings. And we get to choose that we are safe in every single moment. And so remember that, remember that as you are feeling your fear, that's not your intuition, that is just your old stories and they're not serving you anymore. And so I challenge you to release some of those and to dive further into who you have always been. Okay, I will talk to you soon. Bye.